Hello and welcome to Snurd Subculture. Nerd Subculture, not Snurds. <laughs> Snurd. My name is Jared. I'm Edwina. And we are continuing, continuing our one... Oh, this is a terrible start. Continuing a Once More with Feeling series on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Today, we're doing Season 3, Episode 3, Faith, Faith Hope, Hope and Trick. Trick. This episode originally aired October 13th, 1998, written by David Greenwald and directed by James A. Conto. This Me. is a full spoiler podcast. I'm a huge fan of the show, but Jared has never watched the whole series and I'm trying to convince him it's worth his time. Stop it! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you are. And uh, there was a few moments in this episode where I'm like, what have I done with my life? Really? Oh, I don't know. The babbling parts got to me. Um, you were laughing at it. I'm like, oh my God, you find that funny? What babbling parts? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I was like, uh, I don't know. But Faith was in it, so that was good. Yeah. So have you seen this episode? No, no. But I know Elijah Douche. Eliza Dushku. So you So by the way, Jared has watched Dollhouse. Yes, I've seen Dollhouse. Yes, I know who Elijah Dushku is. Yeah. Um, I want more Elijah Dushku. <laughs> is that possible? Yeah. So I like. It might have been before I met you. I used to dress like a like a like Faith. Did used you? to do my hair and makeup like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now definitely on Team Faith on that one. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, especially I, I, the dancing scene. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a very memorable scene. That dancing mm, scene. It is. Yeah. Um, her introduction. Um, yeah, I, I actually like this episode. Yeah, it's, it's a hard one because if you if you actually miss this episode, you miss a lot. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty integral to the season arc, I guess. Pretty much. Well, you get yeah. the new guy, Mister Trick. Yeah. Yeah. So I've he, seen him before. I I do uh, okay, recognize yeah. him. See, I think you've seen Homecoming. Yeah, maybe. And I, I recognized him straight away. I'm like, oh, he's a vampire. Like when he became a vampire, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, he's a vampire. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah. Um, I didn't recognize Kakistos. 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 I'm going to have to. I'm going to do the summary, and I'm going to say that name like 20 times. And I'm, I'm gonna just going to call him Kakistos. 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 Yeah. Something about kissing toast. Maybe. Maybe he's Greek. <laughs> Sounds like a Greek name. Yeah. Are originally from Greece or something? I don't know. No? No, okay. You don't really know much about his background, just that no. he's really, really old. And the older you get, your hands turn into Yeah, holes. it seems to be the, the older the vampire gets, they start to sort of mutate a bit, like the master. Um, they get the, uh, what do you call it, the wine face, the... <laughs> punch, fruit punch mouth. Yeah, uh, and th- their faces kind of get stuck in vampire face. Like mm. they they become they get to the point where they can no longer pass as human. I think as well. Right, that's that's interesting. That isn't it. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, he had the cloven hooves. Mm. So and and sound? look at my hooves, my hooves. <laughs> <laughs> and his hands as well, were yeah. like cloven. Well, we just take his word on his feet. We didn't see his feet, did we? No, but that that was. I think Giles said that his hands and feet are cloven. Yeah, so they just joined together. Um, and they a normal stake wouldn't pierce his heart. Yeah, ninety yeah. percent was... stake proof. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Did you want to do the summary? All right, and I'm going to say because. Kakistos a lot in this. So, yeah. 
Yeah. Let's do it. As I said, I'll, yeah. I'll forgive you if you just have to call him Kissing Toast. Kissing Toast. <laughs> all right. I'm going to call him Kissing Toast, all right? <laughs> all right. Kissing Toast it is, all right? All right. Kissing Toast and his colleague, Mr. <laughs> Trick, arrive in town discussing how they would kill the Slayer. Buffy and her mother Joyce attend a meeting with Principal Schneider, who reluctantly allows Buffy to return to school, having been overruled by the school board. Na 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 na. Buffy and Willow go to the library, where Giles questions Buffy about what happened the night she killed Angel and defeated a Cathler, to help him with a binding spell to prevent the demon from being resurrected. That night at the Bronze, fellow student Scott Hope attempts to talk to Buffy, but she becomes distracted by a suspected vampire leading a girl outside. Buffy and the rest of the group watch as the girl kills the vampire. The girl introduces herself as Faith, a new vampire slayer. Cordelia suggests that the death of Kendra must have summoned Faith. The group take a liking to Faith, but Buffy remains sceptical. Kissing Toast and Mr. Trick plot revenge on Faith for mutilating Kiss Toast's face. That night, while the Slayers are patrolling together, they are attacked by vampires. While Buffy struggles with several vampires, Faith focuses only on one, beating the vampire repeatedly instead of helping Buffy. Giles tells Buffy that vampires were working for Kiss Toast, an ancient vampire with cloven hands and feet. After leaving the library, Buffy runs into Scott, who tries to ask her out on a date. Buffy accepts, but she runs away very disturbed when Scott hands her a clatter ring like the one Angel gave her. Giles tells Buffy that Faith's watcher is dead, not at a retreat centre as Faith had said. Buffy goes to see Faith at a hotel room and tells her Kiss Toast is in town. Faith tells Buffy that Kiss Toast murdered her watcher some weeks earlier in Boston and he swore revenge on her for mutilating him with an axe. As Faith tries to leave, Kiss Toast and a group of vampires break into the room. Buffy and Faith escape through a window, but are driven into Kiss Toast's lair. Buffy fights and slays many of the vampires while Kiss Toast attacks Faith. Eventually, Faith impales Kiss Toast with a large beam, killing him. Mr. Trick flees with another vampire. Inspired by Faith standing up for her fears and conquering them, Buffy finally reveals to Giles and Willow that Angel was cured when she killed him. Although she is sceptical that the information will help with the binding spell, Buffy feels better for having told them. After Buffy leaves, Willow approaches Giles to offer her help with the spell, but Giles tells her there was no spell. He wanted Buffy to open up about what happened between her and Angel. Buffy talks to Scott, and after explaining her reaction to the ring, they make plans to go out. She returns to the mansion where she killed Angel. Buffy places her cloud ring on the ground and says goodbye. After she leaves, the ring starts to vibrate, and Angel returns from hell. The end. Bum, bum, bum. Oh, my God. Yeah, so that last scene, like if this show had been made today, that would have been an end credit scene, wouldn't it? <laughs> end credit scene. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're definitely right. End credit scene. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, what did you think about um, Scott Hope giving her the ring? I don't like the guy. I don't trust him. <laughs> you don't trust him. No, he's too... He's too perfect. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And he seems like a real stick in the mud as well. <laughs> he likes <Yeah>. Buster Keaton. <laughs> Buster Keaton. Oh, that's it. No, he's a demon or something. <laughs> he's under control of the vamps. I don't know. He's up to no good. I don't trust him. Okay. Um. So she freaks out about the ring. Yeah, but she, he, he gave her the exact same one though. Yeah, yeah. 
So, yeah. Um, that's but that's enough. even before they've gone out on a date. He gave her a, a piece of jewellery. Yeah. Before they even kissed or anything, yeah? Yeah. Creepy much. Yeah, that, that's a bit much. So I once had a friend who broke up with a guy because he gave her a ring. Just not an engagement ring, just a ring on Valentine's Day. Oh, that bastard. <laughs> yes. Because they'd only been seeing each other a couple of months. And apparently that meant you don't give jewellery? I don't know. You son of a bitch. <laughs> okay. Yeah, how could he do that? A yeah. Ring. That scene. Just a little stalkerish. Yeah. But your friend as well, like that's, yeah, I don't know. There was no friend. It was you, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was not. Hmm. I can't say who it was. Um. So, what was it like rewatching this episode for you, Eddie? Did you was it a fan? Was it a favorite of yours always? Or uh, yeah, you know what? It's it, it's definitely a good episode. Um, yeah, I, I actually really like this episode, um, and it's really about like it really is about Buffy's emotional arc mm-hmm. um, and introducing these characters that are going to be important in later episodes like Faith and Hope and Mr. Trick. Faith, Hope and Trick, the, tr- the Holy Trinity. Yep. Um, yeah, they're all pretty much key players in the arc of the season. Um, and, you know, it's her trying to get her life back and moving forward. Mm. Um, and it's, you know, she I think she even says, you know, hello life, <laughs> mm. how I've missed you. Um, yeah. What did you think? So, uh, yeah, I was just thinking I want to play cyberpunk, but uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Faith coming into it makes it a little more interesting. The the two slayers again, and not with a horrid accent that just makes you want to stab. Oh, your she's got ears that with. Boston accent going on Has as she? well with the rustling alligators. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't notice that. Okay, I'm not. I'm going to notice it now. <laughs> um, uh, is she known for for playing the sassy? Attitude girl, uh, Dushku, Miss, Mrs. Dushku, Ms. Dushku. Um, yeah, I guess. So they bring in her, her as, you know, a plucky new slayer, hmm. um, pretty much the complete opposite of Kendra. Yeah. She's, you know, sort of that street smart, untamed, like yeah. kind of wild. Yeah, she's a wild one, yeah. Yeah, um, Slayer that we haven't seen yet. Um, uh, the one thing that I always yeah, – she sort of has that cool girl, wild woman trope. Yeah. Like, you know, she's like a little bit too cool mm-hmm. that you know it's a bit of a guise. Yeah, because you see her later she's, when she uh, finds that kiss toasters in town and she looks completely vulnerable then and, and yeah. scared. Yeah. And she's all full of herself earlier on and you yeah, know, wisecracking yeah. and you know, just beating the shit out of a vampire for the hell yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. Like that's that wild, um, only out for herself mm, kind yeah. of attitude. Um, so that's calling Buffy B. Yeah, like straight off. Like yeah. the moment she meets her, she's one of those people that gives everyone nicknames. <laughs> B. Yeah. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> uh, and... Well, I like when Buffy re- revokes by just calling it F. <laughs> F, yeah. Yeah. F in chat. 
Yeah. Um, and the other thing is, is that Faith is younger than Buffy. What, the character or the actress? The actual character is younger than Buffy. Well, how old is she meant to be? Because she looks a lot older than Buffy. Yeah, well, she's seen, she always comes across, like, for years it never occurred to me that Faith is actually younger than Buffy. Right. Because that's the way that the Slayer lineage works, is that it'll always go to a younger girl than what has it. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a lot older than this, though. <laughs> is she older than... Um, I don't think so. I, I, think they're probably, I think they're probably about the same age. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, Faith is meant to be younger. But she seems so much older. <laughs> yeah, well, it was 1998, so she's like 18 years old, I think. Buffy? Uh, uh, Miss Dushku. Okay. Eliza. Um, so, no, uh, she, Sir Michelle... Gala is older by about three years. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. But um, what I'm trying to say is that Faith is. But Buffy's meant to be 17 yeah. in this? Yeah. Okay. So she's meant to be like 16 or something? Yeah. Or six, 15? I think she's meant to be 15 or 16, Faith. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say 16. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but no, so. one, <laughs> no one in the show is their age. <laughs> Yeah, but you can kind of tell she's had a bit of a rough life. <laughs> um, so, I mean, Sir Michelle Gellar was 21. Oh, God, you don't want to know how old <laughs> Chris McCarthy <laughs> Oh, dear. She's like 28. <laughs> the other thing is, like, even though, like, so even if she is 16, like 16, she doesn't have anyone looking after her or looking out for her. Yeah, she's all on her own, yeah. Yeah, so I think her coming to town was... Her looking for someone, she didn't, like, I got the feeling she didn't want anything to do with the Watchers Council. Really. Yeah, uh, so why did she lie about that? I don't know. So I almost thought she was a little dodgy when that sort of lie came out, but I think it was a misdirection anyway for the audience, but then it doesn't make sense why she was lied or maybe she just didn't know how to ask for help like she was in yeah, trouble yeah. maybe that was the she comes in all confident and full of herself and telling all these stories no oh, i i slay this oh i get I'm horny wrestling after. and i'm wrestling alligators and yeah. slaying gets you all hungry and horny yeah and yeah trying to you know be all be all macho about it and uh not, not show a vulnerability i guess is a uh, what she's trying to do and she does very well i guess until the moment when you see when um Buffy says, oh, Kiss Toast is in town. And she's like, ooh, shit, really? Yeah. Grabs a bag. Oh, I'm getting the F out of here. Yeah. Um, well, also, oh, yes, in this episode, Buffy's friends are more considerate towards her feelings. Yeah, what's with the 180 on that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they uncouple before they... um. Before they saw it, yeah. Like, before they saw it, and I think maybe Giles had a bit of a word with them, maybe off off camera. I don't know, no, because it was Oz. I think he says, you know, let's just uncouple. Yeah. <laughs> um. Then, uh, well, yeah, Oz and Willow were making out, and they actually stop making out while Buffy, when Buffy comes over to talk to them. Ooh, really? <laughs> stop face sucking for a second and have <laughs> yes, a conversation. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um. And. What was the other thing? Oh, yeah, you have Willow trying to set her up with um, Scott Hope. Yeah. Just trying to get her to move on. And then you have Giles who tricks pretty much 
He's trying to get her to talk about what happened with Angel. So the whole binding spell was BS. The... Yeah. Okay, so he knew yeah. something had happened. Yeah, no, he was just trying to get her to talk about it. Yeah. Um, and because he knew that that would help her move on. Hmm. Good on you, Giles. Yeah. Looking out for her. Um, you sort of start to see the Faith Buffy rivalry happening in this episode because just as Buffy's getting her life back, she feels like she has to share it uh, with Faith. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Even her chips. Yeah, it never really goes away, this rivalry that they end up having with each other. And the constantly sort Too of... many cooks, huh? <laughs> yes. Or slayers. Yeah. Um, uh, so, can, I wanted to say something. Uh, apparently, David Boreanaz likes to get naked a lot. <laughs> you heard this? Uh, yeah, I do. So, apparently, he is, he's known for uh, stripping off the gear, going full Monty on set just to piss off his co-stars, which I'm sure that would have been, or the female ones that... Uh, would have been totally annoyed. Um, so, yeah, this is a scene in him at the end and apparently he's completely naked in that scene. He doesn't use a stunt double. And he's oiled up. Oiled up. <laughs> like he just slipped out of uh, God's hands or something. Or the yeah. devil's <laughs> he's trying to trying to grab him. He just slipped out. So, apparently he's uh, renowned for uh, yeah doing this on set of going, going the full nut. Yeah, I have a feeling that that's not the case anymore. No, can't do that anymore? No, I don't think no. he can do that anymore. What if SMG did it? Yeah, that that would, yeah. (laughs) Dushku? Okay, what did you think about Joyce saying, going back to the metaphor of slaying slash being gay, Joyce actually says, I'm trying to march in the Slayer Pride Parade. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't notice that one, actually. No, that went over my head, that. Um, Uh, Okay. What do I think about it? Uh, Okay, yeah. (laughs) Again. With the uh, the sexuality metaphor, metaphors yeah. here, homosexuality and then metaphors. What does that mean? With oh, that's right. She wanted Faith to take over for Buffy. As yeah. Well, well yeah. then she let slipped all. You know, a new Slayer comes when the other one dies. She's like, mm. you died. <laughs> Oops. Uh, was only a few seconds. <laughs> just for a few minutes. Yeah. Geez, you want to get your mother, well, the mother to worry any less? You just tell her that you died a couple of times. Yeah. Whoops. Uh, um. Did you go down any rabbit holes in your research for this episode? Um, a few rabbit holes. So uh, the lair that Kistos has. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Kistos, yeah. Kistos. Um, yeah. It's a set that's been reused plenty of times. Most famously, it's the Ghostbusters warehouse. <laughs> uh, so the Ghostbusters are, is in, they're based in New York. So it's the Hook and Ladder 8. Uh, fire station that they use for the outside shots, but they actually used a separate for shots for the inside, which was in LA. Yeah. Uh, for that, so that's yeah. That's a, if you look at it's got the same green pattern lines going across, and if you watch the two, you'll notice that yeah, it's the yes. same warehouse oh, wow. with a side door. But you notice it's got the oval shaped door with a side door in the front. But if you look at the hook and ladder eight one in New York, it doesn't have that side door because they're two different locations. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Uh, so the Hook and Ladder um, fire station was built in 1903 and it was built, I think, when fire stations or fire um, firefighters were started, they used to be all privately run, I believe, and you used to have to pay like a service for the fire department for that specific thing. 
for the company. Mm-hmm. If you didn't pay them, then you wouldn't get, you know, they were all privatized basically. So it's almost okay. like reverse where like all everything that was uh, owned by utilities and the governments have been privatized. Well, originally, they were all privatized. Mm. Um, and so you would have to, you know, pay and they'd be all their own certain areas. And I think they would get in a fights with each other and stuff like that. So they, yeah, then they privatized it all. Um, not privatized it, but took it all under the government wing and, yeah, became the fire department of New York, um, hook and ladder. Okay. Which Steve Buscemi was uh, involved with. Oh, uh, yeah, he? with the restoration. I looked it up on Google Maps and they're actually, you can't see it. You'd hate if you went all the way to New York to see the Ghostbusters house, but there's all facades around it because they're renovating it. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, no. Oh, you'd be, like you'd be able to go anywhere. Anyway, this day and age. In 2021. Um, oh, yeah. Because so that that's right. We're, we're actually in Melbourne and we're in another lockdown. We're another in lockdown, lockdown five. five. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Um, so um, I've listened to this guy before. There's a, a guy called Neil Sassariga. Um, mm-hmm. He's got some YouTube channels. And mm-hmm. uh, he, he, he makes some music. So let me down... He's done he's done a version of Ghostbusters theme song, but there's another song he's done that I like even better um, that I'm going to play. So uh, yeah, this is his version of Wonderwall. It's just called W N D R. Does he do the Lenny Kravitz one? Yeah, yeah, does oh, the Milky yeah. Way one. So this guy does like sort of edits of uh, songs, and uh, this is a good example. If you're ever a karaoke and you can't remember the words, this is what you do. Today. And uh, yeah, that is how you do karaoke at at uh, for this song. So yeah, he's got some really cool. Um, he he did that cro- crocodile rock with just move it down. Oh no! So the only one that I heard was the Lenny Kravitz. Um, yeah, so he does a Lenny Kravitz uh, version of uh, Fly Away. But, uh, yeah, and his edits are, are seamless as well. The way he does his edits, are like, they're just so amazing. So, yeah, so you know Fly Away. It's probably cool to watch the video of this because the, the prompts he does are actually quite funny. Yeah, just repeats that over and over again. <laughs> and it is it is pretty much like someone who has forgotten all the words and uh, up on the screen for yeah. karaoke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you're singing into a Milky Way and there's a microphone when you when you see that. So uh, yeah. Um, How did you get onto this again? Uh, so he he did a version of uh of um of Ghostbusters theme song. Okay. So it's uh, again again really done really well. Like seamlessly like just re-edits the uh, the song and I'll speed it up a little bit. You can probably tell this one's called Bustin. He just calls it Bustin. Again, like he's like looped it around. Uh, 
<laughs> Seamlessly, isn't it? Like the way he yeah. Bustin' is sort of doing a metaphor for something out. Yeah, um, yeah, check all all of his stuff. Uh Neil Cesariga, I think. That's uh it's Neil uh C I C I E R E G A. So yeah, he's uh Got some really cool edits and uh, SoundCloud and all that. Check out his stuff. It's really, really funny the way he does it. And, yeah, there is a Crocodile Rock version of uh, System of a Down. Okay. We just <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, right. So that was uh, My Rabbit Holes. I think I'm done. Yeah, you. that was a, that was a pretty <laughs> epic rabbit hole. <laughs> right. It's like it went way, 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 way down. Way down, down in there. Oh, and left uh, of Albuquerque. And oh, uh, one thing we forgot to mention, the musical guest as well, if you we want to go down that. <laughs> well, not really a rabbit hole, but just I thought it's worth a mention. Um, the band that were, were, were featured. It's not Casey and the Sunshine Band. No, no. It's, um, it's uh, Darling Violetta. Uh-huh. Um, again, like these really obscure bands that they they play on these. I mean, it's kind of cool that they're supporting underground acts and not just having, you know, ACDC play in there or like bands that don't really need a plug and they're giving it to, you know, bands that are quite underground. Well, you have to be realistic as to what bands are going to actually be playing at a place like the Bronze. Yeah, I know, but it's so easy to put, you know, NSYNC in the background or or Green Day, you know what I mean? Because as I said, Charmed did this with, um, P3, and they kept getting like these ridiculously big name acts, like the Cranberries. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, that's, that's how the hell are the Cranberries? Yeah, well, I mean they're not, they're not characters; they're just in the background. But uh, but I, I I get it. It's it's they don't need the plug the Cranberries, and we know who the Cranberries are. Like these people, they need it. <laughs> they need the yeah, plug. Yeah. Uh, and this band, uh, Darling Violetta. Look again. Look, they only had the one album. The one, uh, one LP and a, a few EPs, and went on to write. You know where I'm going with this, do you? I'm waving no, my hand. No you idea. have no idea. They wrote the song for Angel. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, they. Yeah, that's their other claim to fame. They were featured in Buffy and went on to write Angel. So. Uh, should I play some of them? <laughs> Yeah, we all know the angel theme. Oh, look, I'm not going to play that. Uh, but, uh, there, uh, well, it's funny because I think there is one with lyrics. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's more of a humming, sort of a chorus, sort of wailing sound. Not really <laughs> lyrics per se, I'd no, say. No, no, I'm pretty sure I have, I have heard a version uh, of no, it no, with I'll just, lyrics. I know, I was, maybe there is a version, but I don't think yeah. they had an extended version. But I don't think it really had lyrics. More of a wailing sort of talking. Oh, it's, it's, um, it's all violin, isn't it? Cello. cello. Oh, they're, they're into the cello. That's ah, okay. It's cello. Like when you when you're using cello, it means you're fucking serious, all right. <laughs> when, you get, when you whip the cello out, oh yeah, okay. this is serious, mum. All right, uh, shall we uh, roll into question time, baby? I think we. Uh, I think that's yeah, a good idea. Yeah, let's just uh, get into it. Question time. And you expect me to believe you? Okay, who was your? Favorite character? Characters, maybe. Uh, I really did like Faith and Mr. Trick. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna get yeah, characters to this week. <laughs> yeah, I liked Faith. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Trick seemed to be that mustache twirling villain, just kind of loving it. Yeah, he's a bit of a new age. He's 
you know, he, you could sort of see he's like getting a bit fed up with like these the old, old school. I want to kill the Slayer. <laughs> yeah, like just. Yeah, we're getting the Slayer, <laughs> you know, but yeah, thinking globally, you know. What do you say? Uh, order a 15 year old Asian boy, Filipino yeah, boy on the net, yeah, get him to yeah. live the next day. Creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I want the Slayer. Yeah, like he, he's trying to see it, like um, be more involved in a bigger picture of evil. Like instead of doing this small scale stuff, yeah, he wants to be like, you know, go a bit bigger with his yeah. with the evil plans. Start a whole like distribution network of I don't know let's call it Blood. Vampire Eats. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Uber Vampire Eats. Vampire Eats. Uber Vamp Eats. Va- well, because it does end up being an Uber Vampire. Yeah. Oh, does there? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Before Uber was a yeah a company. Yeah. yeah. Damn, you're using a word we used to use. <laughs> well, no one uses Uber anymore. It was kind of outdated, I thought, when I brought Uber in. Like, no one said if things were Uber anymore. That's Uber. Remember Cartman was trying to do that? I know oh, it was Hella, wasn't it? Hella. Hella. Yeah, now never take off. Yeah. Um, okay, which character do you love to hate in this episode? Oh, um, Scott. <laughs> He's so vanilla. <laughs> Isn't he? He's like the dorkier version of Clark Kent, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know it's probably going somewhere with his character, but maybe uh, that's what he's look, supposed he's, to be. He's but... meant to be sort of a rebound rebound boy. Yeah. For Buffy. Yeah. Rebound. Gives her a ring with, before they've even dated. Yeah. <laughs> Whips that out. Oh, you're up to something. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like this guy. Yeah. I, all, I just went perfect. with, yeah, Scott. Yeah. yeah, I don't particularly like Scott. Yeah. But I don't know, but I could also maybe give it to Xander as well. He's just a little extra, I don't know. Pervy? The, yeah, he's a bit pervy in this episode, especially like, um, and doing it in front of Cordelia. Mm, yeah. Like, who does that? I don't know. Balls on this guy, huh? <laughs> I um, What was the most memorable fight scene? Uh, Faith probably beating the vampire to a pulp, just... <laughs> Just bashing his face in repeatedly, and and uh, Buffy's like, uh, you know, little help. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Instead of just getting it done. Yeah. Well, yeah. girl's got it done, but you know. <laughs> uh yeah. I think the the fight scene when we first meet Faith, she sort of does that backwards, like little backward um, headbutt thing. Mm, yeah. To the vamp. Yeah. And just sort of walks up and goes, can I, can I have this? And grabs the steak from Buffy. <laughs> yeah, from B. <laughs> um, LOL moment. Uh, I thought Mr. Trick grabbing a guy from the McDonald's drive-thru. It's like, oh, I'm hungry now. And just, just wrenches him through the bloody car door. <laughs> yeah. Subtle. Yeah, it's probably like the little slight hand raise that... Um, uh, Xander does like this little hand raise when Buffy gets grossed out and sort of says, raise your hand if, uh, ew, at mm. um, Faith going on about how good looking and handsome Giles is. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, he does this little putting his hand up and Willow doesn't move. Mm. Hint, hint. Well, maybe because she's given Giles the moon eyes. <laughs> Which I noticed she was doing a bit this episode. Yeah, yeah, she was. Yeah. Um, 
Next question. Favorite scene. I think I know what your favorite scene's gonna be. Um, what is it? Is it Faith dancing with the vampire? There's a vampire there? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh. Didn't notice. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite scene. <laughs> I have it as my favorite scene as well. Yeah, it's just pretty hot. Uh least favorite scene. Oh, I think the opening scene uh, with um, with Willow babbling on about you know being an, a senior, like is she, is she a senior or is she ten years old? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would neither would surprise me, I guess. But uh, yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, just cut that scene out and just have him walking up to Buffy. Yeah, I don't like that scene where Buffy's like trying to rush outside and Scott kind of blocks her way at the bronze. Yeah? Yeah. No, I didn't notice that. Oh, he sort of misinterprets her walking Mm. and thinks that she's coming over to talk to him. Oh, right. (laughs) It's just one of those awkward, uh, what you doing, dude? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. What is your favourite quote? Uh, Yeah, Faith's uh, God, I... Could eat a horse. Isn't it crazy how slain just always makes you hungry and horny? <laughs> and just everyone just looks at Buffy. It's like, really? Is that, do you get that? And Buffy responds with, I sometimes like a non-fat yogurt. Oh, was that your one too? <laughs> no, that's oh. what I've... Yeah, it will come up eventually. Okay. <laughs> um, my favourite quote is Willow saying to Giles... Giles, I know you don't like me playing with mystical forces, but I can really help with this binding spell. And Giles is like, there is no spell. Mm. That's all he has to say. Yeah. <laughs> there is no spoon. There is no spell. Uh, best Cordelia freakout moment. Uh, when she comes running in, so check out the Slutterama, the, the Disco Dave. <laughs> what was the last thing that that guy danced to? Casey and the Sunshine Band. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and then the um, when he keeps asking um, Faith to tell him stories about her, preferably ones where she's naked, <laughs> and and uh, Cordelia sort of sneers at him, sort of glares at him, and he's like, "Xander, find a new theme." <laughs> tell me more stories of when you're naked. <laughs> How is that not creepy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, who gets the wooden the wooden spoon? Oh, uh, it has to be kiss toast, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, I've got yeah, to kiss toast. Kakostos. To kiss toast. Kakistos. It must be Greek for something. Maybe I should look that up. <laughs> yeah. Kakistos. Um, I'm gonna mean something in Greek. Who gets the MVP of the episode? Yeah, I think Buffy uh was MVP this episode. Mm, I was gonna go with Giles for, for getting Buffy yeah. to that to sort of resolve her emotional arc, so to speak, in this episode. Open up. Yeah. Talk about that it. That was pretty good. But I you know, um killing helping Faith out as well, I think, and what else should she do? Decided to start dating. Moving on. <laughs> um what do you rate the episode out of ten? I gave it five stolen chips. <laughs> Out of 10. Yeah, I gave this 7 out of 10 non-fat yogurts. Mm. 
And um, I think there's something I wanted to. You're looking ask. up to ki- to kiss toast. Uh, yeah, so it's a it's a Greek word uh, with two words put into it, uh, meaning worst and rule. So it kind of means me means government by the worst people. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> if we can just throw that in there as a last tidbit. Okay. All right, uh, and uh, you're all done. So I think I'm just gonna I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Yep. Do it. Go. Go. Yep. go, go. All right. Well, I hope you've enjoyed listening to us tonight. We are Nerd Subculture, and my name is Jared. And I'm Edwina. And you can find us on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. There is a Facebook group, and you can email us at nerdsubculture at gmail.com. Yes, and if you like what you hear, be sure to like, share, subscribe, send us a comment, send us a, what Eddie said, and we'll see you next time. Take care. Bye. Grr, arg. <laughs>